You're listening to The Final Take. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Wynn. And I'm Tim Cox. This is a conversation podcast where we talk TV, film, and our love for it all. This episode, we provide our take on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) But first... If you're among our tens of listeners or new to our podcast, please help us out by smashing that like or subscribe button and give us a five-star review on any and all the platforms you're listening on. Maybe even tell a friend or loved one about us and share the link to this episode. (laughs) Hey, Tim, I got got a a sample script for our tens of listeners out there. Okay. Listen up, everyone. (laughs) Pay attention. (laughs) You know, friend, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts too. And my favorite podcast is called The Final Take, where they discuss film, TV, and their love for it all, along with including such notable franchises like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and other fun things. (laughs) <laughs> I listen on Spotify. What platform do you listen on? <laughs> Good pods. Uh, there you go. That's good. Hey, this is a. It just flows out of me. It just flows it, out of me. I know it does. It's like it's like magic, you know. But hey, this is a uh, a very notable <laughs> episode. This, this is a landmark our, episode. Double this is a landmark, landmark episode. Ad, that's right. This is our 50th episode. The big five zero. And and officially one full year. I think I missed out on the end of the last one. I know that was a uh, drop off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were you were at a doctor's appointment. But uh, yeah, it was like the last one was uh, a full year and a, and a day or two. And then this yeah. is our 50th landmark episode. And, yeah. So uh, our first... Our four, our first episode as a one-year-old. That's right. Feels good. It we're, does. We're growing up. We're growing up in the world. We're still, and we're still here. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? We have we have some mail, some email, electronic mail. Oh wait, yeah, nice. Do you know how at the end of every episode we tell people, hey, if you want to get in touch with us, email us. Well, somebody did. Yeah. Oh, someone. Re- Wonderful. Yeah. That's I know. Nice. Right? Hey, so uh, listener engagement. It, it, that's it, right. It's it's working. <laughs> so it says. Um, first of all, they're giving us a little bit too much credit right away, gentlemen. <laughs> as your number one ride or die of the uh, wait, as your number one ride or die of all the dozens of listeners you have, <laughs> he's he gives us a lot of credit too. I hereby formally request that you watch the following two pieces of content from Prime Video. Number one, The Northman. Number two, The Peripheral. You may thank me afterwards by continuing to create the greatest entertainment podcast of all time. Oh, goodness. And, and, Look and, at that. and who, who sent us this, this, this amazing piece of fan mail slash suggestions? Uh, his name is Brady Redfern, Ph.D., so we have some pretty intelligent people listening to our podcast. <laughs> For any potential um, advertisers out there, 
we we our our tens of listeners includes people with advanced degrees. Wow, that's exciting, and so, a lot of buying power if you think about it. Well, I, <laughs> I yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have a lot of buying power. That's right. Well, I guess for I, I've heard a lot about this, and I wanted to start listening or start watching the peripheral, and I. I wasn't too interested in the, the North man, but I, they've decided, both been sitting in my queue yeah, and I've been wanting to watch them both. Right. But like, we're just getting out of like, like peak TV. Yeah. There's been a lot and, going and, on. And, and, and also a number of family illnesses, which you think would lend itself oh, to oh. more content consumption i don't know it was no. less <laughs> significantly less yeah um, yeah i definitely agree with that but hey uh, just just for your enjoyment i i caught up on uh andor oh i did yes yeah and it's it's, a, it's not bad I, I would say from the robbery point it is when it started getting good okay the rest of it was really a drag it was all about the behind the scenes money-making schemes of trying to start a revolution, yes. which is, which is good. Look, but, um, they were very deliberate in their mm-hmm. pace and all of their setups. That's yeah. understandable. Sure. But don't tell me you didn't watch the, the heist episode. Yeah. That was the good. Prison break episode. I would put those two hours of Andor mm-hmm. up against any other two hours in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah, those were those were pretty solid, very solid episodes. So I, I'm excited to see the next episode that comes out tomorrow. So me too. All right. So all right. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, the our, our mailbag plus recommendations, we'll we'll for for you, Brady. We will dedicate a show to those two to those two Amazon. Uh, pieces. Well, I don't know. The Northman was out on. It was out in the, the theaters, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was so like briefly out theaters. Just, I want to yeah. say the beginning of summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw the and then, cast. And then Peripheral is like a, is like a TV series. I, my wife right. started watching it, and um, she liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I've heard some. I've heard some pretty good things. So yeah. So we'll 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 dedicate an episode. So coming up on the show, uh, we're gonna take. Thanksgiving week off, and then um, we'll we'll do about three more episodes into December, and that will close out our season one, and then we'll come back strong in January with all new content and all the stuff that you all love. So, but don't Good hesitate times. to reach out. So, yeah, yeah, we we occasionally read our email. That's right. That's right. So, um, hey. There was some news that was released that you want to share. Oh my gosh. This is like it, I mean it's a huge piece of speculation. And I and it's one of those things where like we're like it's like a, an insider, you know? Yeah. But I feel like it's worth noting. And it totally makes sense. So the news coming out of of the MCU is that Kevin Feige is already in touch with every single actor ever in the MCU and even some like 
related pre MCU properties to 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 appear in Secret Wars in Avengers Secret Wars in like was it like three years or two years something like that Wow like That's the culmination the culmination of like Phase Six and he's already he's already getting in touch with all these actors to arrange for their appearance in in Secret Wars he wants to make it larger than Endgame basically that final set piece you know mm-hmm. battle and Endgame where they had all of the you know all all, all of the cavalry coming through you know all the portals to 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 face down Thanos's yeah. army mm-hmm. he wants to do something similar for Secret Wars with everyone that's ever appeared in the MCU. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I mean... So basically, all of Hollywood will be descending <laughs> on Atlanta while they're yeah. filming the the climactic scene of, of, uh, of Secret Wars. <laughs> well, when you think about it, just, just within the last year, I would say, you know, you think we had this, what, 20 three film arc with, with um, up to Spider-Man no way home. Yeah. But with, with Spider-Man no way home and Dr. Strange two, just those two by themselves literally brings in five more Spider-Man films and however many X-Men films with, with uh, Captain Picard as professor X, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so there are no limits, man. And and that's going what I'm into saying. The multiverse, there's no the limits. entirety of Hollywood will be descending <laughs> on yeah. on Atlanta yeah. where they film these movies when they Hot put man. the set piece together. And like if you think about just how huge that final battle was to give yeah. everybody like their moment in the sun mm-hmm. during during that battle. Can yeah. you imagine like every single actor that's appeared in the MCU participating in this in this epic battle like and then some yeah it kind of like blows your mind how like that might be a 2 hour scene <laughs> Yeah Well we don't want to go that two far hour battle You know scene. I am about run times Oh yeah so, yeah so let's let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. But it would be it, it'll yeah, be yeah, pretty yeah. epic to see. It'll be pretty epic. You yeah, know? it would. The, so. the scale. I mean, we're not talking. I mean, look, like you're talking about like a scene that's gonna be like this in scale of like you know Cleopatra mm-hmm. with like thousands of extras, but actors. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Working actors that have appeared in the MCU. <laughs> just yes. the scale is just immense. Like, I, I know. know. I'm can, trying to wrap just, my head around it. And it's like. There's, there's one thing that always bothered me at the end of Endgame. Yeah. Is that when everybody's attacking, right? And you have everybody just running towards Thanos and, and his, his, uh, his army. Yeah. Ant-Man, who's giant man. Uh-huh. Is running in slow motion. Yes, I'm like, that just doesn't look right. Well, isn't it the thing where you like the bigger something is, kind of the slower it's moving relative to you know normal size? I don't know. Or that's how they depict it 
in the movies with like kaiju like in, like in godzilla like everything's like yeah. moving in slow motion when they get good yeah and i'm like everybody's running like full force sprinting yeah and he's just like hey when you when you blow yourself up that big takes a lot of energy to move i guess so i guess so (laughs) yeah doesn't he sleep for like a week after that oh yeah yeah he does yeah yeah so okay all right good times let's jump into the meat and potatoes yes i'm excited our latest, which is written and directed by Ryan Coogler. The next entry into the Black Panther franchise, Wakanda Forever, stars Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett, Tanosh Huerta, Winston Duke, Denai Guerrera, Nupita Nyong'o, and Martin Freeman. Queen Ramondas, Shuri, Mbaku, Okoye, and the Dora Milaje fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. Hey, you did a great job with those, those names there. Hey, thank you. I, I, I pay attention. <laughs> uh, there you go. So if there's anything that this movie was uh-huh. it was it was definitely a tribute to Chadwick Boseman yeah who prior to production um you know sadly untimely he passed away um mm-hmm. after a battle with cancer um and um you know it uh i think i thought they did a really good job of kind of weaving you know, his passing in mm-hmm. with the story, you know, but also like not just an incredible actor, but like by all accounts, a, a, a pretty good human being as well. Yeah. And, and while we're remembering Chadwick Boseman, I mean, I was a fan from the beginning as a, as a huge baseball fan, you know, his portrayal of Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. In, in oh yeah. 42. Oh, yeah. I mean, starting there and for a guy who's done so much in so little time yeah playing iconic characters the world was robbed of immense talent sure sure without a question you know yeah i you know it was it was interesting because i remember you know when like another movie would come out where he was playing like a historical figure yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting like wow like he's really ticking off these boxes. Yeah. Um and, and obviously like in hindsight we know why. I mean one yeah. to pay tribute to you know these historical figures but mm-hmm. also because he was on borrowed time as well and he knew it. Um mm-hmm. you know and and it's it's crazy to think that while they were filming Endgame or actually Infinity War and Endgame where he, he had pretty big participation in both of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was dying. Like he yeah. was receiving treatment, but like, you know, like you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't have known it, you know? And, and he, and, you know, they, <laughs> they didn't advertise it. Um, and, it, you know, obviously his passing was, it seemed very sudden to, yeah. you know, the public, but, you know, the fact that, you know, he, he was, 
you know, going through treatment and, you know, everything that he was going through and still, you know, right. Putting good work in, you know, pretty From what I understand he was uh, doing his surgeries in between the Marvel films. Yeah. And I mean, to put that level of effort, I mean, cause you, you gotta be in immense shape. Oh, to sure. Perform these roles. Sure. And for him to do that flawlessly, keeping it under wraps and, and to become one of the most iconic superheroes. And by far, I mean, there, there's a lot of, of great films out there. And, and as far as the solo films of, of any Marvel film, going back to X-Men, I mean, without, without a question, Black Panther has the richest storylines and it really borrows from a lot of genres in many ways. And, sure. Sure. you know, it, there's just such great films. So, yeah. so yeah, it was, it was sad, but you know, I, I really, it was very touching. Um, they did it, the tribute for uh, Stanley during uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. Where during the, the Marvel Opening credits, credits. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had the Stanley uh, appearances in all the Marvel films and, they did the same for Chadwick Boseman in this one. But it was like silent too, like a moment and of it was silence. Yes. Into the beginning of it. I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was, it was really, really good. And, and, and I'm sure, you know, when you think about the opening sequence of the movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, during, during kind of the funeral procession for King T'Challa in the movie, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure that was very cathartic for the cast and crew and, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for everyone involved in the movie as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be able to celebrate Chadwick Boseman and, and his portrayal of King, T'Ch- King T'Challa. So, yeah, it was, it was very moving for sure. Yeah. So, did they have um, had had Ryan Coogler already written the script? I think it was had in some. I think it was a long. They were they were deep in production. Um, I vaguely remember and, that. Yeah, when, when I think they like, like he might have let them know like shortly before, where like they were in the midst of writing the script mm-hmm. or pre-production, and then had to go back and kind of rework everything. So I think I yeah. think that might have delayed the movie by like six months or something like that, or because it was supposed to it was supposed to come out like last last summer, right? Like the original. I think so. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know they had they they started filming and they were shut down because of COVID. Yeah, and, you know they had to shut down several times because this was the one of the films that was before they put all of the protections on Hollywood films. This one was grandfathered in with the union and stuff like that. So there was also a little bit of um, bad publicity as well. But yeah, uh, it was. I thought it was pretty seamless as far as having to shoot a lot of it you know, in little spurts, you sure. know, having to shut down production. So it, it, it was good. So, yeah. So, uh, I know we've kind of touched on it, but what were your, what were your initial thoughts on, uh, on Wakanda forever? Okay. So I want to expand on the borrowing from a lot of different genres because okay. it really, really takes a lot of that and, and getting, I, I really thought, it was, you know, where were they going? And I was really, 
I, I think I was kind of, I would say I was kind of anxious, like, sure. gosh, I, where is this going to, what are they going to do? And and I didn't know any spoilers or any of that kind of stuff. And it was such, you know, borrowing from culture and then also borrowing from the superhero genre, but it also was really utilizing that spy thriller roadmap you know, sure. of like Alfred Hitchcock films and the Bourne films and, and James Bond and those kinds of things to really, um, to really move that script forward, to really move the story forward. Yeah. And, like the globe trotting, uh, yeah. you know, kind of espionage part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, no, I, 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 I get, I get what you mean for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, there, I, I'll tell you, and I've always said this two types of films. I love the most submarine, submarine. films. <laughs> And spy thrillers. <laughs> so, do futuristic uh, spaceships count as like submarines to you then as well? Absolutely not. <laughs> if you don't hear the pings, that's it. That's not real. You can't hear the pings. That's for movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, no, no, it, you know, it was, um, it was. Thoroughly entertaining. Uh, yes. And, I, and I, I feel you kind of going into it where it's like, you know, after Chadwick Boseman passed and it's like, how are they going to handle it? Like, it seemed yeah. obvious that like Shuri would play a big part of it because she sure. did, she's, she has in, in, in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's canon to work off of there. Um, right. And uh, in, in canon in the comics. But then, um, you know, like Chadwick Boseman – was such like a central figure mm-hmm. <laughs> in Black Panther and what made it work. You know, that was one of those things where I was like, dang, like, should they be making this film? Should they right. just be recasting him? You know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. those questions that were being asked of, of this production. Yeah. And, um, and, and so like, I, I did, I also didn't know what to expect. Uh, but in the end, you, you know how in storytelling, I love like, where they introduce like a character um it's almost like a storytelling device of like you know the the villain is is like the um you know holding the mirror up to you know the the protagonist right yeah um you know i i love that type of story where where you know they're where 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 you know the villain's not necessarily a villain Right. Right. And yeah, you know, they have the same motivations. They have a lot of the same, you know, wants and needs as, as the hero. Um, Mm -hmm. And in their story, they're the hero. Um, You know, I I love that. I I love that. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. using, having Namor and um, what is his, what's the name of his city again? Uh, Uh, You know what? I was thinking about it throughout the entire film. (laughs) And I was like, I want to pronounce this correctly. And I completely forgot what the, it started with a T. Um, I'm looking it up. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, in the comics, it's Atlantis, but they, they renamed it. Uh, oh, uh, Talokan. Yeah. Talokan. Okay. So, so, so Namor and Talokan are, are basically like the mirror image of, of, Wakanda and, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the black Panther and, you know, kind of their place in the world and, and, you know, the, the wants and needs of, of, of Namor and the ruler. So like, I I love that storytelling. 
Uh, yeah. I, I, so, you know, I, 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 I thought it was a great direction to take it. Definitely. Definitely. So, so, so any standouts for you? Um, well, first really quick. Um, one thought that I did have okay. when, when this really started and, and it's starting to get, get going and they're introducing, introducing a lot of the, the, I, I guess I would say Mayans. I mean, I've been out to the Yucatan Peninsula mm-hmm. and Belize and all that stuff. Very authentic. It was, it was just, it just reminded me of the time that I spent in Central America. But in a lot of ways, I was thinking, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Aquaman meets Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Aquatar. Aquatar. <laughs> Black Panther, Aquatar. So, um, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting, but, um, but yeah, so before we get into standout moments, let's raise the spoiler flag at this point. Okay. So if you, if you haven't seen the film and you don't care about spoilers, uh, keep on listening, keep on trucking. If you do care about spoilers, shut us down and come back to us. You've been Please warned. come back to us. You've been <laughs> warned. You've been warned. All right. Okay. So I, you know, first off, standout moments is is obviously the the beginning, the tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Absolutely. And I would think I was thinking, man, when I die, send me to Wakanda. Oh yeah, yeah, I for mean, sure. You know, everybody's wearing white and they're all dancing and, and and all that stuff. You know, it reminded me of that New Orleans style funeral. You know, it's like a celebration. Everybody, yeah, it's a celebration. Um, but, uh, it was cause it was sad at first and then, and then it was, it was not, but well, right. So like they get, like they jump right into it. Right. So, so when the movie starts, it's how, what's mm-hmm. that uh, in media res that was uh, what it is like where you're kind of dropped right in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's that like, everything's hectic. Like J- it's like that JJ, JJ Abrams entrance, right? Like, like mm-hmm. introduction to a to a movie star trek yeah, yeah where you're like dropped right into chaos um yeah. and um you know again like it's just one of those things where it, it's it's when done correctly it's it's a really gripping way to mm-hmm. to to start a, a film um yeah. and to directly address you know what happened to t'challa Without mm-hmm. showing him on screen, you know, um, uh, I thought it was an interesting kind of way to 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 jump right into it. It's it's jarring, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then it's- you know, obviously, there's the 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 kind of tribute to to T'Challa and and mm-hmm. you know to Chadwick Chadwick Boseman during the funeral scene, um, sure. and uh, a, a real standout for me. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course that funeral scene like that's like chill inducing right where it's like i'm not crying you're crying <laughs> yeah um and then when they get into like namor um mm-hmm. you know like i mean talk about a multifaceted character right where you know his his first introduction to them like he's so menacing and then there's like the the initial attack where it's like the warning shot for the wakandans um where where he's you know 
like you don't expect him to be like that menacing, <laughs> but he yeah. is. But then like, there's the scene where they go to his city to Talakan and the way that they portray it, you know, where he's like relaxed and in his element and, and, you know, giving the backstory and as to the why he needs their, you know, not is he, de- he's demanding their help. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Like basically like, Hey, we're in the same situation and I want to protect my people. And I think that like, we could do good together, mm-hmm. but then, you know, there's that like kind of edge that kind of turns him from being altruistic to what's perceived as the villain is, and I want to preemptively strike. <laughs> so, you know, a very similar character to, to Killmonger in the first one. Right. Um, but again, where, where he's like the leader of a people, but you know, just the way that they, 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 they introduced him and then you get to see the many sides of Namor and the backstory of Namor. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think one of the things that we've talked about a lot is like, a lot of the villains in the MCU, not very strong or, or, yeah. or a little too one note. Um, right. You right. know, and then like um, their motivations are either too simplistic or not clear enough. Um, sure. So I, I think they did a really good job with them. I, I definitely think it was a very fleshed out motivation, very fleshed out character, especially with the the flashback of, of his story. It wasn't too long. They got really, just really got to the point just really well. I want to say one of the, the coolest things that I really liked the most, it was the most subtle introductions into in these, in the film, right? So you have Ross, uh, Everett Ross is married to, the Valentina. Contessa. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Valentina. Yeah. 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 yeah, so so she it like she pops up as the new director um and she's, you know, at first, you know, she's talking about how, you know, hey, you uh you've been working out, you got that new gym, but you, you don't even think of it like, you know, I want to apologize to she's you. She's disarming. That, she's disarming yeah, at first. Right. Right. And so um it was it was you're like, "Whoa." Oh my gosh, they were married before. Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. But also one thing we, we didn't mention at the beginning of this because, um, well, we, we should now because it's, it's pretty relevant. Um, when they, they meet the scientist who has this, who made this, this machine that searches for vibranium inside the ocean. It's uh, made by this college student, this MIT college student, Riri, played by Dominique Thorne. Yep. And this is the introduction when they're trying to get away from the CIA, I guess. Um, and honestly, I don't know why the CIA would be looking for people because they our want borders. they want that vibranium. Well, sure, but they don't operate within the borders of the United States, so. <laughs> But, uh, hey, you that's, know, that's just, it's just one of those, like, it's a convenient kind of like villain. Right. <laughs> the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So she plays Riri and while, um, uh, the, everybody's trying to escape separately. She escapes using an Iron Man suit. And, well, and if it wasn't 
clear enough that she is the Iron Man 2.0 or the new Iron right. Man. Like when she suits up and the agents kind of blast their, you know, breach in, in, into her, into her, um, I don't know, lair. Yeah. <laughs> her, 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 her headquarters. Um, like when she powers up the suit, one of the agents is like, oh, she's got an Iron Man suit. <laughs> right. So if there's any question that, yeah. you know, she's the replacement for, for Iron Man. Right. They, they, and they, sh- they get a little shot of the device. Yeah. Which is, which is a heart. So she plays, she's Iron Heart. She's Iron she becomes, Heart, yeah. Right. And, and she's like the next Iron Man. And there's a lot of parallels to her kind of introduction in the MCU where she has like a Mark One suit that's like not fully fleshed out. She has, right. you know, like in that same fight, she has like a, you know, a, 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 a freezing over elevation issue, the same freezing over elevation issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I, I thought a lot of the subtleties were very, very strong. You know, it, it was more subtext. Um, uh, what do they call it? Um, exposition than, than anything else. And I, and I thought it was, I thought it was very strong in this film. Uh, and, and it was, you know, as far as a story goes, you know, how do you make a second black Panther when you don't have your black Panther and you haven't recast? And I think they did a phenomenal job of, of really telling a solid story of, of how the new black Panther is born essentially. And the, the new story of, of what they have to go through in Wakanda and those kinds of things. So, yeah, no, no, it, it, uh, it definitely makes sense. Um, and the, and the way that, the way that they did that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how they kind of layered in all these new introductions, um, considering, you know, like the main problem that they're had that, 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 you know, the filmmakers, particularly Ryan Coogler, were presented with was how do you fill this, you know, this gaping hole that's left by not having Chadwick Boseman and King T'Challa in the Black Panther movie? Um, exactly. So, yeah. So so to kind of have to kickstart all these new characters and new beginnings, um, you know, and, and, and obviously they take it, they take it on directly as one of the main themes of the movie is how do you replace King T'Challa? <laughs> right. Um, so they definitely didn't shy away from it. And they, they, they definitely didn't kind of try to sweep it, sweep it under, under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, another standout moment for me was the, oh, the obvious one is one of the, the primary cameos that occur and again spoiler alert so like you've been warned that there's going to be spoilers and this is a major spoiler mm-hmm. so killmonger makes a cameo yeah and it was one of those things that was going to kind of, was kind of gun it was a bit obvious that they were going to do it but yeah. even the way that they did it right cuz there's a lot of speculation like maybe they should bring him back and he can you know replace T'Challa without having to you know replace T'Challa and just be like oh but they saved his life right but yeah, the, the way that they brought him back, where it's like, where where Suri 
is able to recreate the the heart shaped herb, and then you know she mm-hmm. takes it and she enters into the that um, was it called that like ancestral plane, um, yeah. and and it's supposed to be like they call out to you know like an ancestor to help guide them, and mm-hmm. like of all the people that she her subconscious could have called out to, <laughs> it's Killmonger. Yeah, and and. <laughs> It was totally appropriate considering sure. that that she lost she just lost her entire the remainder of her family. Right, right. Uh, they're gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. So like and, and kind of leading up to that po- moment like again like there's a there's a series of events that lead her, you know, to 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 that part of it uh, of the story where, you know, she mm-hmm. wants to recreate the recreate the the heart-shaped herb. Um you know, it's like the her visit to Talokan and then the escape and then there's the attack um by uh by Namor. Um and then like, you know, the unexpected deaths that happen where it's like, whoa, you know, like Angela Bassett's character is such a big part. Uh what's her name? Yes. Queen uh Queen Ramonda. Um, yep. you know, that like that series of events that leads up to, to, to this point where, where Suri is, is taking on the mantle of the black Panther. Like, you know, it, it was kind of like one hit after the next, you know? Um, yeah. and then it leads up to, uh, it leads up to that cameo, um, by Michael B. Jordan as, as Killmonger. Um, sure. and, and, you know, like the motivation for Suri, like, why are you doing this? You know, mm-hmm. are you going to be weak like your brother? Are you going to be strong like me? Um, you know, and then again, that's kind of like a theme for her going forward mm-hmm. is what type of leader will she be? So, right. I thought that was good. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it really kind of resonated, you know, it, 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 uh, it kind of bothered her, you know, bothered her character that she, uh, of the people that she would find of the ancestors that she would, connect with right at that moment. Right. It was him. Right. You know, until it was time to make a choice. Right. But, you know, it, well, and, and if you think about, if you think about her character too, in, in all the, in all the movies leading up to this one, she's largely been a bystander. Right. Mm-hmm. A- and, you know, there's a, there's a, as much as she was involved in like creating like the technology and, you know, and, 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 and building new suits for T'Challa, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the end of the day, when things are happening in the first black Panther in, you know, Avengers Endgame, like there's a powerless feeling that she has mm-hmm. that like comes to a head in this film where like her brothers, like where she's lost her whole family, she's lost her country. There's no, you know, there's no way presumably at that time for them to have a black Panther, you know, as a protector for their country. Like she feels like she's lost everything. Um, And she's been a bystander for the most of it and has felt powerless. And so the fact that the person that does visit her in that ancestral realm is Killmonger. And basically Mm -hmm. his message to her is like, be strong and take, take power. Um, and that's something that she's got to grapple with of like, you know, how much, how much is she going to let her rage 
and desire for revenge take over. Um, right. You know, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice touch for the character. It was. Yeah, definitely. So anything didn't work for you in this? Um, I, oh man, you're going to do this to me. <laughs> it felt a little long in runtime. Runtime. Uh, runtime. You know, I thought it had, I thought it had uh, a re- Lord of the Rings return of the King ending. Yeah. You know, where just, there were, there were a couple of different, too many scenes uh-huh. at the end. Um, I, I definitely think they could have shrunk down that final scene, which was the mid credit scene, Yeah, which we'll go into that as well. But, but the whole, they made a, they really know. made a meal on that scene. Yeah. But it is an important scene going forward. I, I thought it was, it was important, uh, because it was also paying tribute to, again, to T'Challa. Yeah. And, um, introducing a new character as well. Yeah. Uh, of but course, in the two hours credits. and 40 minutes, it felt all of two hours and 40 it, minutes. It was, you know, I, I do have to say I enjoyed sometimes with action films, some of the action is too long. Yeah. That, and it really, that third act boat fight scene. That was a little lengthy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a bit of a slow. So, so for all the things that we liked about the movie of like, it was ambitious. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they really went for it in terms of filling that, you know, Chadwick Boseman sized hole in their, mm-hmm. in their story. Um, as much as they, Ryan Coogler and team deserve credit for how ambitious they were still in this movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, in some ways I think, Maybe they went for it a little too much. Maybe they're trying to add mm-hmm. a little too much into it. Like, yeah. did we need like another car chase scene through the city, similar mm-hmm. to like the first Black Panther? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Like, you know, did you need like the final the final battle to be you know as long as it was and to have mm-hmm. as many of the set pieces? Kind of the, right. the the set pieces within the giant set piece, um, eh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I thought if they would have trimmed down the car chase scene a a, a little bit, you know, trimmed it down um, by a couple of minutes. I mean, they could have they could have been four or five minutes shorter. Um, they could have still gotten to the point that got to that uh, where they got to where they the Ironheart you know, destroys the, um, the drone, you know, they could have got to that point quicker, but also they should have cut down the final boat scene and a shorter goodbye for Ironheart, you know, without having to deal with the car situation. Yeah. That really wasn't as relevant. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they, I went they, they and fished They could have yeah. shaved the good, like, 15, 20 minutes off a runtime. If they yeah. like just shorten certain scenes, like he, I mean, even, even, you know, Suri's visit to Talokan, you know, mm-hmm. as, as good as they did, as good as that scene was and like their tour through the city and, yeah. you know, seeing that, 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 that giant, you know, uh, altar that he had created out of vibranium to bring the sun to his people, like all that, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's beautiful. 
and it was so well done. But like mm-hmm. the thing with Ryan Coogler on these is he really makes a meal out of some of these scenes. Yeah, he does. So, yeah. I mean, it's a real nitpick though. If you really think about the grand scheme of this yeah, movie, it was, is, you know, runtime could have been shorter. There were some scenes that dragged a little bit. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I could have used more. I could, there's two things I could have used more Riri Williams. Yeah. You know, if you're going to introduce her, like I would have, you know, like she had a big part in it and, and, and that's not to take away from the character, obviously like Suri's the main character, you know, but you know, I could have used more Riri and I could have used more Namor. Like, yeah, I, every time he was on screen, like, it, it it really was captivating and even like his fight scenes were like you think his powers might be a little silly like he's got wings on his feet but the way that they did it incredible i could use more yeah, of course um now how how are they going to use iron heart going forward are they giving her her own show yeah she's getting her own Plus? show they've already started okay. filming that yeah so I think that probably would have been appropriate for so they uh, so let's talk about the mid credit scene because there was no end credit scene other than Black Panther will be will return. Oh no, the mid credit scene. Th- there was there was an end credit scene, right? No, with, there wasn't. Uh, like it was post credit uh, scene with with Doctor Doom. Oh, really, I didn't stay for I that. I thought there was. Uh, I was looking at for it on my phone. Yeah, I don't know. And it's just I there, there we go. I thought yeah. there was, okay. I, I was looking somewhere else. Anyway. Oh, okay. With the mid credit so, scene. So mid credit scene, um, there's you you look at Nakia, and Nakia's in Haiti. And um she uh Ramonda goes out to seek her out to find to find her daughter, to find Shuri. Uh and uh Shuri ends up going back to Haiti at the end. And um, there was a question as to why Nakia did not attend yeah. the T'Challa's funeral. Mm-hmm. And they weren't ready to introduce a child that she had, who is the son of T'Challa, who is also named T'Challa. And uh, they wanted to keep him away from the pressures of the throne. So they are setting it up for uh, a future for, for to move this forward and to have a, um, a, a black, a legit black Panther um, return of T'Challa, so to speak. Yeah. Well, not a you legit know. black Panther again. Well, Suri I mean, like, has been black Panther in the comics. So there is black- canon. Yeah. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. So, um, but, <laughs> but a T'Challa, Black to king to yeah what i mean is a king t'challa black panther again to you know kind of take up the throne um which is which is great um so i thought that they could have done an iron heart scene that let it lent itself to the upcoming disney plus show yeah they should have that would have been amazing because I do think while she was a great introduction, a great addition to the film, it was, she was, I thought she was underutilized for as, as talented as this character is yes. in general. Yeah. 
very she's a bit of window dressing yeah yeah she she was definitely window dressing and and uh i'm i'm very excited to see where they take Ironheart. i'm i'm very excited for the show where yeah. you know great casting mm-hmm. um to get to kind of see iron man 2.0 like another character yeah. go through like the iron man journey um is really cool yeah um you know but yeah i it was kind of it was a bit unnecessary like yeah it was like a little bit of a stretch where like there's a device that could find vibranium and namor saw that as a threat yeah he wanted to eliminate as part of his preemptive strike against the u.s because they're trying to get Mm -hmm. vibranium right you know and and like he just assumed that they would be going after him next Eh, and then yeah eh, i don't know (laughs) you're like you're talking yourself out of it like there were a bit Um, of there were a bit of like gymnastics like to justify her being in the movie yeah while i appreciate that she was you know and 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 wish that there's more of her like Mm -hmm. a little unnecessary yeah and while she was a scientist i I, that they were after they they it it the intent was that she just made this as part of a class project right and it was really someone else behind putting that in the ocean yeah yeah well the the government taking control yeah so that would have been the target not a college kid so so I, I did in the end, I, I really wanted more Ironheart. I really wanted sure. her to like have more of a front and center role, which she didn't have until the final battle. Right. You know? Yeah. So, so good times. Yeah. I mean, they showed her, you know, making her suit and stuff like that, but um, you know, hopefully she's, she's out there, you know, at Stark industries crushing it in Ironheart, the show on Disney plus. <laughs> We'll cover that. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited yep. to see to Ironheart. See yep. I'm excited it's, for that know. too. Yeah. So. so so, anything else before we get to our final take? No, I think that's it. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on real quick. Just performances across the board. Fantastic. Fantastic. Right? Like there's a lot of Oscar buzz already for Angela Bassett as there should be. She is so good in this. Um. You know, but like, you know, everybody, you could see top to bottom on the cast, just everybody, you just poured their heart and soul into this movie. And, you know, like, you know, at no point was, you know, was, was Namor like overpowering, like whoever Mm -hmm. he was on screen with rose to, rose to the occasion, like, you know, at no point did any of it feel unearned to me. Um, and so, you know, I, like the, the performances, Angela Bassett and, 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 uh, to Huerta and even Winston Duke, like, you know, yeah. like M'Baku being like the audience avatar where he, he's like bringing like a bit of, a bit of comic relief, but also yeah. like a bit of like, you know, audience logic into it. I, I thought it was a great touch for the character as well, where, you know, in the previous 
Black Panther and, you know, his other appearances in the MCU, you know, he was real window dressing. Like, you know, why is he here? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt that as well. I, and I really like Winston Duke and I think it's such a strong and charismatic character. And again, another underutilized character. Yeah, And if he's going to be the King of Wakanda going forward, I, I would like to see, I'd like to see a spinoff Disney plus show on M'Baku and him being the new leader of Wakanda. Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty sweet, you know, without, without question. So I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a bummer because he's just, he's just good. Like when he rolls know? into the Royal chambers and he's like munching on that carrot, Oh man, it was like he snapped into a slim Oh gym, my man. gosh. And, uh, and, so and awesome. that line that he has where he's like, you bald headed demon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was dying. I was dying. I know. He's he's got a he's got good comic relief in it. But, you know, it just again, I, I honestly thought that they would make him Black Panther. You know? Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought that was gonna be you know, the, the, the situation, I mean, I, I eventually, by watching the trailers, I eventually knew that it was going to be right, Shuri. Right. Um, Cause I mean, she's tiny. And that was something that I was actually kind of worried about where like, you know, all of a sudden she'd be, you know, this, this fighter where you'd never seen her really fight before. And obviously it's one of those things yeah. where like, she's a princess. And so, you know, at some sure. point where like T'Challa's training, like she had to have received like some training. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I like that even in her fight scenes, it wasn't that she was overpowering or a great fighter or martial artist. Like in a lot of ways, she used the technology and her smarts, right? You know, to gain she advantage did. and 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 her fight against Namor. So, you know, the 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 way that like her fighting style was very basic, and mm-hmm. it was more of her using tactics and right. her 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 intelligence. Um, yeah, you know, to, to, to scheme for the battle. So, yeah, well, I have to point out though, it was a good move when she gets impaled by the spear at the very end and she breaks it off and, and, you know, pulls it out. Oh, yeah. Um, the one mistake that some people make is when, when the spear goes through the right side of your body, that's where all your major organs are, but going through the left side of your body, miss <laughs> you can miss major organs. <laughs> I've seen people tell me, legitimately tell me, like when when you're when it comes time to suspend disbelief, like uh, the Dark Knight was a good example. The Dark Knight Rises, where uh, Tali Al Ghul stabs Batman in the side, yeah, stabs him in in his right side, and uh, someone said he would. They probably nicked about two or three major organs just by one blade penetrating that this your side yeah so so uh um you know that's why it's important to get it right interesting good time left side all right yeah yeah well final take, Fun facts, kids final take final take i would say it's a watch yeah it's definitely definitely a watch i agree get Especially yourself after to the our theater. last disappointment wear a mask yeah. or not <laughs> wear a mask not, or not uh, <laughs> Go in the middle of the uh, afternoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, definitely a watch for me. Um, get yeah. get to the theater. 
it's worth a watch. It's it's very good. Yeah, it's well done. It is very good. Yeah, I, I definitely. Despite you despite know, despite the runtime, <laughs> the runtime. That's right. Well, I got Nelson on board. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. One last thing. Yes. Do you have a haiku review? I do. Yes. Let's hear it. All right. Chadwick Boseman. He is our King T'Challa. Bring us Ironheart. <laughs> so it's a little tribute, but also what I wanted more of. Look ahead. I, I love it. I That's love right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, that is our final take. So if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, give us five stars and a glowing review so our podcast can reach more people and they can show us where our podcast touched them. And of course, our many thanks to Tyler Hobbs of Space Ranger for the original music. Did you finally get that one? <laughs> show us on the podcast where it touched you. Check out Space Ranger exclusively on Spotify, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Final Take Pod. Email us thefinaltakepod at gmail.com and check out all of our episodes on our website, The Final Take Pod. Join us next week where I guess we're gonna talk the Northmen and the peripheral. Yeah. All Audi- right. Audience suggestions. Audience suggestions. So if you got a suggestions, hit us up. Until next time.